Hello, 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 and a warm wick of welcome to all of our witches, white lighters, and warlocks out there. My name is Clark. And I'm Victoria, and you're listening to Charmed and Dangerous, a Charmed podcast. already we're like i was just thinking that we're like a third of the way through this season it's insane isn't it like i literally was like are we on season three i was watching this episode and i was like are we (laughs) are we on season Uh, three dude shit is getting so fucking real in this show i know i'm here for it because anyway how many how many total seasons do we have clark Eight. eight So we are, we're really making that headway, y'all. Oh my God. It's season three. Uh-huh. We, season three out of eight seasons. When we are done with this season, we will be halfway through the show. Like, like we will be starting the halfway point. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that math was yeah. not mathin', but <laughs> for everybody who <laughs> understands it's been a day, y'all. It's, it's, it's been it's a been month. A uh, it's been a it's year. Been, it's been a life. It's been a life. Um, episode eight, sleuthing with the enemy. Victoria, do you want to lead us in my crackhead ass? I don't know who else is going to do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Oof. Uh, well, Cole is being tracked by a demon bounty hunter who is not great at his job. Let's be real. Uh, as well as a DA who is like, where the fuck is Cole? Phoebe is also wondering where the fuck is Cole. And Prue is thanking the elders that he's gone so she doesn't have to pretend to be nice to him anymore. Uh, laughing my ass off. The sisters find out from a demon bounty hunter that the triad got got and Leo gets in trouble. He really does. He kind of gets sent to the doghouse. Uh, Leo does a bad thing because Phoebe guilts him into it. And at the end of the day, Phoebe sucks and is lying to her sisters to save her demon dick appointment. Hi, um, it's me. <laughs> I was just telling Victoria how much I love hearing her speak the words that come from my brain. <laughs> Cause like, y'all <laughs> we have very different brains Demon like if Victoria was writing the summaries they would be so like eloquent <laughs> and like they would actually tell you what happened in the episode but who wants that no nobody uh, <laughs> that's not why you come here no uh, <laughs> you come here for the energy and the fact that both of us are sluts for different characters <laughs> that's why you come to this podcast true just wait till season six yeah we uh, we are adult <laughs> women <laughs> We are adult women, and uh, we don't drink. A lot of adult women on podcasts, like, drink, and then they accrue mm-hmm. this type of energy. We are both, for the most part, winkety-wink, very sober. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes us dangerous. <laughs> yeah, honestly, this is 100% just Clark energy. Yeah. And, um, 
I'm sorry. And I'm sober, like, <laughs> all the time. Uh, I'm sober most of the time these days, actually. Proud. Hashtag proud. <laughs> Hashtag meh. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. So uh, we have oh, some big bands right, in this episode. This is be an episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, big bands this episode. Cole, yeah, obviously, as always, fucking obviously. <laughs> um, there's also Krell, although I would call him like a medium bad. Like, yeah, he only like once tries to kill the sisters. And that's not even, like, intentional. He just gets, like... Angry. Yoinked. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, he doesn't try to kill the sisters. No. So he's, and like... And then he gets got like, anyway, so we can't go back yeah. for seconds. That's fine. I, Krell... Krell is, like... Whatever the bad version of a himbo is... That's just a man, Clark. <laughs> just like an angry old white yeah (laughs) we love all genders on this podcast but some we love a little less (laughs) god damn uh anyway we don't have a lot of talking points um, but i'm sure we'll rattle on about them for the next like 40 (laughs) maybe 50 uh uh, i hope not i'm not gonna lie i really don't want to sit here talking about this episode for that long no um so, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It's a good episode, you know, despite the Jason Bourne style action of it's, it. Yeah, it's very much just where is Cole? <laughs> do, do, Why do, is do, Cole? Do, do, Who do, do, is do, Cole? Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally the gist. Like <laughs> Phoebe finally figures um, out she's dating a demon. Dude, dude, can I tell you how many times I wanted to fucking grab Phoebe by the shoulders and be like, you stupid idiot, it's right in fucking front oh of you. Oh my god! Like, literally, the also moment... Also, rip headphone users, sorry. Yeah, we're... <laughs> you should be listening to this podcast in your car on full blast, like any god-fearing person. <laughs> like, you need to be screaming with us. God, this episode made me so fucking mad. Because uh, let's just really talk about it. Like, even after, like, after all the signs for all these episodes that have been happening, right? The moment that fucking bandage came off to reveal an identical wound. Yeah. That should have been a ding, ding, ding moment. Honestly, like... I would even go so far as to say she should have known it the second that she showed up at his house and he had a wound directly where they sliced fucking Balthazar. Uh, and he's been missing since the day that they fucking sliced Balthazar. Yeah. Like, like Phoebe, two plus two. Yes, it equals four. I know. Like, and it's oh. and she's not stupid, which is why it's so funny frustrated no because it's literally just like but why would my boyfriend be the demon and it's so as if it's the first time it's happened to them i know like piper is literally like playing bingo and she's like one of my sisters dates a demon like i did bingo like 
<laughs> she's winning the game, you know? Like, Piper is the queen of the retirement home because it's just so easy. Like, and it... Oh, yeah. It's... And we'll save the end for last because that's what's really going to get me riled the fuck up. Yeah. Um, I, I'm about to get really mad, y'all. Like, y'all... You guys thought that I was, like, mad during the Leo versus Dan conversations. Y'all ain't heard shit yet. <laughs> we're, about to, we're about to experience uh, some straight-up Aries rage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Straight-up. So Mercury's in retrograde. Right. There's nothing holding me back, bitch. Also, I have several friends who, instead of saying Mercury's in retrograde... Uh, one in particular says Mercury's in Gatorade, uh, like that's normal. <laughs> I love that, and I love them for it. I'm gonna start saying that. Mercury, I probably will. Mercury is in Gatorade. Mercury's in Gatorade. Mercury's that's in Gatorade. great. I love that. Um, so just to like, cause we're we're you know what we're gonna talk about. Just to like clear up some shit. Uh. <laughs> Krell at one point is like, is your white lighter like sleeping on the fucking job? And Piper promptly is like, shut your mouth, bitch. And then she turns around and is like, are you sleeping on the fucking job? <laughs> it's like, it's like the, you just insulted my friend. You can't insult my friend. Only I can insult my friend. What? Like, that's what that moment was. Yeah. And she straight up is like, did you know that the triad is dead? And Leo's like, I mean... We heard about it. And she's like, and you didn't think to pass that along during, oh, I don't know, dinner or a movie or when we're having sex. <laughs> That'll really get, get you Yeah. Going. Hey, babe, these people that have been trying to murder you are dead. Wow. Sounds like we can really go now. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, why don't you sip into this bubble bath while I tell you about the triad and their ultimate demise, allegedly. And being heated. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like I just a love subplot. That, like, somehow <laughs> demon rumors get up to the elders. I think that's hilarious. Well, because it really is like. <laughs> that insinuates. So for any of you who have a uh, tic tac, um, there is this person on the app who pretends to be satan and they have yeah. they have an assistant named joanne and I love them so much. right and it is hysterical they they never miss and that is how i feel is this setup <laughs> like there's just that one dude that goes in between being like hey this is what's happening yeah hey this is what's happening yeah and it's like Satan just calls God and is like, hey, am I supposed to have the insert blankety blank here? And God's <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> and oh I God, feel like that's yes. the symbiotic relationship um, between the elders um, and whoever is the demon of the month. Yeah, whoever. Definitely not the source. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't know the source. We don't know him. Uh, we don't know them. Uh, so <laughs> that's like a side plot. Is Leo getting at... Leo could not win this episode. He looked Dude, adorable. But he just got felt... dick slapped at every turn. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I feel like what's going to end up happening is I'm going to go on a list of every point in this episode that Phoebe made me mad. 
Um, and one of them is going to be how wrong she did my baby Leo. Oh, like, my God. Like, homie like, got blasted. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for it. Okay, you go this ahead. Motherfucking bitch. <laughs> she is like, oh, no, Leo, my boyfriend is dying. Fix him. Heal him. Like, I can't because that's not how it works yeah that's against the rules i can't like i can't heal a mortal that has not been hurt by evil and she's like god damn it leo is the rules don't matter you broke them before and he's like bruh he's like i'm gonna lose me job (laughs) bruh (laughs) and then and then he's like fine because i care about you more than i care about the rules i'll heal your stupid fucking boyfriend yeah who nobody Um, likes but you and then they unveil the bandage, and Leo's like, mm, something's funky. <laughs> and fucking Phoebe's just like, it's okay, baby. It's okay. It's okay, baby. He's he's a doctor. It, it'll be fine. He's a magic doctor. And then he heals him, and there's all this, like, electricity. And, yeah. Like, he's very clearly not supposed to fucking be doing this. Yeah. But he continues because he cares about Phoebe. And he's like, Phoebe, something's not right. And Phoebe's like, it's fine. Uh, And then he pulls her aside and he's like, his wound didn't heal properly. I can heal mortals 100%. Um, Pause, please. Pause, please. You forgot the part where Leo literally gets rocketed backwards. He gets yeeted across the room because of this fucking electricity that's telling him don't fucking heal this person. Yeah. And he's like, Phoebe. That's not normal. That doesn't happen. She's like, maybe it's just because he's weak. I'm twirling my hair, by the way. <laughs> maybe it's just because he's weak. Maybe that. And he's like, no, Phoebe. He's a Phoebe, demon. Phoebe, no. Phoebe, listen. Open your eyes. You see that wound? You see that wound? You see where it is? Do you remember where your sister's slice bosses are? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that, Phoebe? Do you remember that thing that happened like two days ago? You remember that? Yeah. 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 Think about it, Phoebe. And she's like, get out of here, Leo. He's fine. And then she, like, figures it out. But also, let's talk about the fact that, like, Cole was, like, mad fucking creepy after he got healed. He's like... Is it just me, or did he get, like, extra slimy after that? He did. He absolutely did, because he realized that, like, the game was over. Right? Yeah. And then he has, like, this black turtleneck on. And and at that point, like, I can't speak for anybody else. But, like, he went from, like, those moments where I'm like, yeah, Cole's pretty hot to, like, oh, my God, I want to throw up. This guy is scary. He's terrifying. It was so good. Like. Oh, my God. He just. No, because it it. it absolutely. Because the whole point of Cole having a human form was to be relatable and charming. Uh-huh. That's the whole fucking point of why he was sent. It's admitted. Like, first of all, we find out that yeah. Cole is uh, half human in this fu- mm-hmm. in this fucking episode. Um, yep. And that's like the whole reason he was sent is the ability to apply charm in a human manner. And when he, because he's always held on to that, right? And then. In uh-huh. the last couple episodes, as he's fallen in love with Phoebe, 
that charm goes from being like a manufactured charm to a charm that genuinely comes from caring about her. Mm-hmm. And now, and then the fucking gig is up. Yeah, she knows, and he knows she knows because she's about as fucking subtle as a train <sighs> through a Tennessee night. Like fucking fever. She like she's snooping around and she's like, "So, how long have you been a demon?" Like literally. like shit bitch like no subtlety she is oh my god she's so fucking obvious and cole who is like once again powerful and smart enough to have recently got the triad is like hmm well that was fun while it lasted because she he's like still healing uh-huh. And he's like, well, now I'm going to die. She's going to potion my ass. And then right as we are going to get... And then he plays her. Yeah. And then he grabs her, knife to the throat, shifts into Balthazar, goes to the fucking cemetery. And I'm going to hand it back off to Clark because I'm sure she's got more to say. But I completely 100% agree. Like, Cole is going through some fucking metamorphosis shit right now. But he's still like... A demon. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's this moment where you because rem- like these last couple of episodes, you're sitting there and it lulls you into I I don't like I almost want to say like a false sense of security. Yep. You start to think, oh, Cole might be good guy. Cole might not really be that bad of a demon. He has to have a reason for doing this. But once he like kind of sheds that like shell, yeah, it uh, just like. There's something inhuman about the way that he portrays Cole in this episode. I know. fucking terrifying. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so they shimmer into the cemetery and Phoebe's like, um, the fuck? Like, I'm going to potion you now. And he's like, wait, Phoebe, no. Look, it's actually Cole. And she's like, that's not going to save you. And he's like, no, I know. Wink. But, but like... <laughs> off camera to the audience. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and then and then they, uh, Krell shows up. I think, yeah, yeah. And he like shoots a late lightning thing at them, and she's like, "No, no, baby, me. And they run into the mausoleum. Uh, which we will be saying a lot of. Hint, hint, twink, twink. And they kill Krell. And Phoebe's like... I'm like getting so angry that I'm like dissociating. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Phoebe and Cole are like... I love you. I love you more. It's okay. I got you. My sisters are coming and they'll kill you if you're here. But they can't kill you if they think you're already dead. And so she fucking fakes his death. Yeah. I'm sorry for yelling. It's kind of. It's okay. And like, and, and she's like, oh, what really pisses me off is at the end, at the end of this episode, she's sitting on the sofa in the manor. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, her sisters are bringing her tea, and they're, like, 
taking care of her because, oh, she just lost this person and they worried about her. And like, yeah, he sucked, but like she still cared about him and she lost him and it was horrible. Yeah. And she's sitting there like, they're like, you didn't, you like, you didn't do anything wrong. You did the right thing. And she's like, they're like, you didn't do anything wrong. And she's like, didn't I though? Yeah. And she looks up at them and I'm like, fuck you, Phoebe. Fuck you. Tell them right fucking now that you didn't kill Balthazar. Yeah. Tell them right fucking now because this isn't just about you. This isn't just about your fucking dick appointment, Phoebe. This is about your sisters and the fact that you let the demon that has been trying to fucking kill you guys for... This is like... Oh, oh my God. The demon that has been trying to kill you guys for months that infiltrated every single part of your lives. You just let him go like it was nothing and then lied to your sisters about yeah. it when it affects them just as much as it affects you. And that shit pissed me off. And here's the deal. Cause like, this is a TV show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have to have like a furthering of plot points. Right. And we have to have, like, tension and shit. But if we wanted to make the argument that Cole was, like, worthy of love at this point. Which he isn't, in my opinion. Yes, exactly. He would have said, no, you're not going to fake my death. I'm going to tell the sisters what I just told you, and if they still we'll decide, this out together. yeah, and if they still decide that I'm a threat, then I will be vanquished, and that will be that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be the demon that nearly killed you anymore. Yeah, and instead, but then they do this forbidden love part two electric boogaloo bullshit. I know. Oh, and it's like. For those of you who have not watched, please pause for a moment and move forward. For those of you who, like us, are sluts and watch this show multiple times a year, please continue. Um, we ha- This is like the beginning of the arc, right? God, and it lasts so long. This is forever now. Like, we are going to have the back and forth with Cole until the end of time. And as as you guys know, Victoria has watched up to season six. Mm-hmm. So we're up to that point. But I mean, we are just we are in it for a while with Cole God, and Phoebe. It... Like they are the love interest of the moment for the next this is... eight years. Yeah. And this is probably the most angry you'll ever hear me get about it. This is probably like the most energy I'll ever put into it. But I was watching this episode and it just made me so fucking mad because they like what two episodes ago or something. They talked about how they can't keep secrets from each other. Yeah. And they can't like, they can't stop their connection as sisters. Otherwise they'll, um, be vulnerable to any threat that comes by. And then Phoebe pulls this shit? Yeah. And it's like, you're seriously going to put your sister's lives at risk over your boyfriend. Yeah, because he is still very much a demon. Like, he hasn't had a redemption arc. Like, 
Yeah. Like, he... Like, there's no reason that she should have saved him. Like, he's at the beginning of his redemption arc. But he hasn't... Like, this isn't Prince Zuko in season three of Avatar The Last Airbender. You know, he hasn't... He's, like, done the first step. It's like if the gang had accepted Zuko because he saved Aang as the blue spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Like... Just because you don't want somebody else to kill that person doesn't mean that you are absolved from trying to kill them yourself, literally with a dagger in your apartment. And like, like I'll I'll shut up about it here in a second. But like, there's even a point where he's like, "Yeah, I was behind this, and I was behind that, and I did this, and I did that, and yeah, this was all to kill you, and I was behind everything." Yeah. And she still does this? I don't know. It's just... Like, when he's like, almost, I went back to the... It almost feels like... Sorry, continue. She, he literally is like, I went back to the past to destroy your line. Yeah. And she's like, you did that too? And he's like, yes, bitch. It... I, I don't want to be, like, too negative, but it almost, in a way, feels like lazy writing to me. Like... I get that it's going to come up with a cool story arc, like, from an entertainment point of view. But also, when you think about it, it's like... Ah, it's just so frustrating that Phoebe would do all of this. Yeah. After everything that they've been through the last three years. And it's like, it's set up as like, oh, well, she's the sister that, like, has a tie to darkness. But, like, homie... This isn't darkness. This is an assassin. And this is... And, like, I love Cole, right? I think Cole is adorable. I think he's a great character. I think that their romance is super great and phenomenal and wonderful. Blah, 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 blah. But there are, like, a lot of issues and several red flags. And it is not a... This is not, like, a relationship that you get into and your family's like, oh, my God, I love Cole. He's so good for you. Mm-hmm. You know? This is the relationship well, where you kind of have to cut your mom out of your life every other Thursday yeah. because she doesn't agree with who you're dating. And exactly. at the end, when he leaves you with no money, no prospects, um, and a burden to your parents, you are like... Pardon, prejudice reference. You are like... <laughs> I can't even saw it like I thought he loved me. And literally everyone and their dog, including your three doors down neighbor, is like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think part of what makes it so frustrating is that this episode almost paints Phoebe as this... What she was two years ago. This dumb, naive, um, like girl who would do anything for a guy yeah and that's not who she is anymore Mm -mm. or at least that's not who we've been led to believe that she is anymore and it's just really frustrating that they would bring that character that part of her character back um after she's gone through so much to grow from that yeah absolutely and like it's a show so it's for tension but it does it bums you out a little because like we love Cole. Yeah. We love the arc. We're very excited. <laughs> she loves Cole. I love Cole. Um, we're very excited for the arc and where things are going and the tension and how it will like relate to like a TV show, right? But in real life, this is a relationship you cut off. 
This is a relationship you fucking run from. Yeah, this is not something like um younger women in my life are currently struggling with like what do you do when your boyfriend is like not faithful, right? And there's mm-hmm. this expectation of like, well, I'm going to stick by him and I'm going to this and this and this and that. Or what do I do when my boyfriend is just like really, really mean to me? If your partner, first of all, if you're in a monogamous relationship and your partner does not abide by that monogamy, it will not get better. Um, leave. If your partner is mean to you or treats you like shit, leave. If your partner yeah. violates boundaries that you have set and does not communicate, leave. There, like, Amen. there's like, there's a saying, and it's like there are millions of fish in the sea, right? And yes, it is very difficult to date, and it's very difficult to build intimacy. But it is so much better for you to be alone and to look for intimacy in either platonic or other relationships. Or to allow yourself to grow into meeting other romantic partnerships than to stay with someone who's comfortable and who hurts you. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the TV show, yay cool, Colark. We're, we're mad at Phoebe as a character because she is, you know, not a good sister in this moment. Being annoying. Yeah. But TV show. In real life... Yeah this is not a good relationship in TV. It's not a good relationship, right? It's a toxic relationship in a TV show, which is why it's like rewarding to see it arc and then devastating to see it fail. Um, (laughs) No spoilers, (laughs) but I think that's why it's so hard to watch her make these decisions is because yeah. It is established that Phoebe was in toxic relationships before. Yes. And so it's really, really hard to watch a person who has survived toxic relationships fall back into those patterns. Yep. Because that's exactly it. It's like, oh, you were better off alone. And, you know, and that's not, you know, that's not coming from the cynical, bitter part of me because that, that, that part definitely is well and alive. Oh, that's yeah. that's coming from Same. the part of me that like appreciates solitude over getting shit on. <laughs> yeah. And I mean that's that's kind of all I have to say yeah. about Phoebe. Like I I apologize for getting so heated, but like that that episode really really got me going. Yep. Um I was I was frustrated. We but it does make for entertaining TV. It so, does. You know. And um, the only other thing, really, is that, like, <laughs> Prue, I, I put in our notes, Prue and the sexual tension of being right, um, yeah. which is absolutely correct. But, like, there's this moment where she's like, I had him in a crystal trap. And I st- she's like, ah! Like, you know that she wrote in her diary <laughs> that night. She was like, dear diary, it's Prudence. I was right all the fuck along. I caught him in a crystal grid, and then Phoebe made me let him go. I knew that he snuck into my house, and then Phoebe let me made me let him go. I knew he was a fucking idiot, and then Phoebe made me let him go. I am so angry, but I'm glad he's dead. I hope he doesn't come back to life in unforeseen circumstances. 
Love Prudence. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, Who let her boyfriend die when the going yeah. got tough? <laughs> like, we all make sacrifices, Phoebe. Come on. Yeah, that includes uh, a boyfriend. Because <laughs> at, at this point, Phoebe's the only one who hasn't sacrificed a boyfriend, right? Or has she? Uh, yeah, I don't think she has. Like a boyfriend, boyfriend. Like, not like, not like for real. Yeah. Because Prue lost Andy. Piper lost Jeremy. Because Piper and Jeremy... Piper lost Leo for a while. Piper lost Leo. Yes, that's valid, but I'm talking about demon boyfriends. Um, well, t- oh. I mean, Prue, Andy wasn't a demon. But, like, I guess you could say demon adjacent. Lost two demons. Kind of somewhere <laughs> in there, you know? Like, Piper lost Jeremy, and they had been dating for what? Like, six months to a year, right? A while. They had been dating a while. I don't think we've had any of Phoebe's love interests be, like, permanent enough for her to lose a boyfriend to either being a demon or demons. Yeah. So, I mean, it's her turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your turn, Phoebe. Take one for the Just team. to it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember any personal gain in this episode. Are we gonna c- hold on? <laughs> Are we gonna count? Because normally we count personal gain as um, Piper and Prue with their active powers. Are we gonna count Phoebe faking her boyfriend's death as personal gain? Ooh, you know what? <laughs> I think yes. I think yes too. I think we definitely count that as personal gain. So we are now um, 69 plus 6. <laughs> which is 75. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. That, yeah, we definitely will count that as personal gain. Um, there's one other point that I could argue, but I don't really think it is myself, so I'm not even going to bring it up. Um, Favorite lines, favorite parts. What was your favorite line or favorite part in this episode? <laughs> P.S. I knew you were going to pick I this. know. Um, I'm Krell. Uh, is it called Zotor? Zotor? Z- Zotar? Zoltar? I'm Krell, a Zoltar. I'm Prue, a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it down, my witchy queen. What's your favorite part, Clark? I have chosen uh, basically the whole scene where Piper and Prue meet Krell. Because uh, there's this point where uh, Prue launches him across the living room and Piper freezes him and she's like, um, she's like, not the clock. We can't afford to keep getting that thing fixed. Um, and then she's like, hey, can you like just unfreeze his head? Yeah. And Piper goes, yeah, why not? And that kind of sums up their power development for the rest of the series. Uh, <laughs> uh, but she... That's the cool thing. Piper gets power development. She unfreezes just Krell's head and is like... Hi. Hey, dude. What's up? How's it going, <laughs> baby? something insulting. So she lets him fly into the clock anyways. And Prue's like, what the hell? And Piper's like... It was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I I have lived with that scene in my head all day. So, so yeah, that's where I stand. Oh, Victoria. Yeah. Out of five, Daddy, I love him. How would you rate this episode? I would rate this episode three, Daddy, I love him. Out of five. 
What would you rate this uh, episode, Clark? Uh, yeah, probably like three. Daddy, I love him's out of five. <laughs> you have uh, to do the voice. <laughs> you really do. Um, I love that we both immediately were like, Ariel from the Little Mermaid type shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not a I child. I would be willing You're to 15. go as high as like three and a half, but nah. I just, this episode just feels so out of character for a lot of the people that I just. It's so I the young really and the restless. More. You know, it's just so soap opera. And this isn't shade, you know, but it's like, damn. Because I love Cole. I love Cole. I love Cole. If this was like, and once again, this is TV, so we let it slide. But if this was like real people, real choices, that's a potion. That is a potion to the face. Instantly. Yeah, you morph into your cute little, and it's so shitty that he morphed into his fucking human form and he looked all cute because he had just been healed. Because he had been looking like shit. Frankly. Like he straight up bamboozles her. Yeah, and she's like, oh no. I'm like, throw the Pepto Bismol. Do it now, yes. bitch. Anywho. Hi, bitch. Um, it's been zero days since we've seen Leo. Uh, it's unfortunately been three fucking days since we've seen Daryl. Strike. Uh, which is too fucking long. It has been zero days since we've seen Cole, but I have a feeling that will be changing. And it has been six days since we've seen Kit. That cat has nearly been gone a week. And as you know, this is a weekly podcast. So that's a long fucking time. (laughs) It's a weekly podcast, except Clark can't get her life together. Victoria can't either. This is is a mutual, kind of, sort of, weekly podcast. (laughs) Kind of, sort of, mostly when we can, weekly podcast. Um, Listen, we're not YouTubers. But that is it. That is that is all we have for you guys. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, Victoria. If they want to contact us on the internet, where can they send us tweets and DMs and such on the Twitter? You can find us on the Twitter at charm underscore podcast. Where can they find us on the Facebook clock? They can find us on the Facebook at facebook.com slash charmed and dangerous pod i lost it uh or by searching charmed and dangerous in the search bar uh <laughs> where can they find us on instagram victoria you can find us on instagram at charmed and dangerous pod where can they find us for comments questions snarky remarks remember if you're sending anything about seasons seven or eight please put a spoiler warning in the top tab so victoria doesn't read it and spoil it for herself because then she'll tell Clark, and then Clark will rage. <laughs> Clark will drive two and a half hours to murder Victoria. <laughs> uh, you can email us at charmedanddangerouspod at gmail.com. That's it. Yep, that's, Love you. that's all we fucking got. Blessed be. Blessed be. Blessed be.